All right, so welcome back courtside here at the Kennel in Spokane, the McCarthy Athletic Center. Gonzaga snaps BYU's three games, Spokane win streak for the 68-60 decision. This was a uh, this was a feisty affair, not overly physical from a dirty standpoint, just really hard fought from both teams. Uh, more contact than there were fouls called, but it went both ways. I thought all yeah. night long that way, and that was just it was just a great college basketball game, one that Gonzaga wins. But if you were disappointed. In, in the effort Thursday in Los Angeles, the Cougars redeemed themselves two nights later with what they showed tonight here in Spokane, I thought. Again, we're not in the business of trying to dig up moral victories here at all. It's a loss. It'll show up as an L in the, in the right-hand column. But that said, this is the team you wanted to see tonight, and they played really, really well. Yes, they missed a lot of threes. And you said, Mark, you can live with missed shots, and they made only three of 20. Only one guy made a three tonight, TJ Haas, with three of them. But uh, the other things you'd like to see from your team you saw tonight. And, uh, again, uh, it's a loss, but you really appreciate uh, the effort BYU put forth in a losing effort. Yeah, I mean, if you're a BYU fan and you can't appreciate that game, I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, this is a Gonzaga team ranked 12th in the country, and uh, you played it right down to the wire. And uh, I thought BYU played hard, played the right way, got good performances out of guys like Luke and TJ. And I mean, that was a fun, fun college basketball game. Sometimes it doesn't go your way. Uh, had a last minute or two tough. What, refs put the whistles in the pocket. And Norvell Jr., I mean, he's 0 for 5, and he hits that big three when it was tied up, goes 1 for 6 from 3. I mean, that, that sometimes happens. But BYU was in the game, had a chance, and played the right way. And BYU should be proud of that, and the team should. And that's that's a positive direction after Thursday night, which I'm pleased with going into the last couple weeks of the season. And, and uh, you know, I mean, it was it, it, it was just one of those nights. I mean, Elijah Bryant didn't have his night. Something might he might not be quite right. But uh, credit this team for fighting and staying in the game and having a chance. And if you don't think BYU kind of earned some respect here in the last couple years, this was a big deal when the game was decided with the, these players. The Gonzaga players were totally pumped. These fans were going nuts because they know what BYU's done and what they were doing tonight. And I think they're really, really grateful to come out finally with a win against BYU in this building. Well, before this weekend, BYU had not lost a game all season without shooting the opposition. And they outshot both LMU and Gonzaga and lost both games this weekend. It was the kinds of shots that were missed. And the answer is three-point shots. BYU went five for 24 Thursday and three for 20 tonight. So eight for 44 from the three-point line, and that is why BYU goes 0 for 2 on this weekend. On the whole, they outshot the opposition in both games. 45% field goal tonight, 15% arc, and 78% from the free-throw line. So BYU's two-point number was 22 for 36 tonight. So BYU inside, when they when they got the ball inside where they wanted it to go, the Cougars were very good tonight, as in 61% to the good inside the arc, outside the arc struggles. Uh, Gonzaga shoots 44%, 27% arc, and 67 free throw line. Gonzaga out-rebounds BYU by 135-34, but a decisive number, 11-7 offensive glass. Second chance points actually BYU by two. So the Zags didn't make BYU pay for every missed uh, defensive rebound clear, but the Zags did make BYU pay off of turnovers. BYU 12 turnovers to Gonzaga's six, and the points off of turnovers number was decisive, 14-4 to in Gonzaga's favor. Gonzaga plus two in the paint, and Gonzaga plus six on fast break. Not a bench point for BYU, and that's kind of a long-term worry as Gonzaga outscored BYU 22-0 to off the bench. All the, starter, all the scoring came from BYU starters, and it went like this. 
T.J. Haas, 22 points. What a nice bounce back for T.J. after a rough night Thursday. 16, career-high 16 on a career-high six field goals made and a career-high 32 minutes from Luke Worthington, who got the start tonight. The effort goes for not in the loss, however. Yoli Childs goes for 14 points, 11 rebounds. So double-doubles in back-to-back games, both losses for BYU on this night. Four for Hardnett, and and the glaring number tonight, unfortunately, is, is Elijah Bryant. One of 11 from the field, 0 for 8 from 3, 4 points for BYU's leading scorer, averaging 19 a game. And whether it was the knee injury he suffered early in the game, the head injury he suffered in Thursday's game, just wasn't right tonight. And for the first game this year, he does not make a 3. 0 for 8 from distance, part of that tough 3 for 20 night from the arc for BYU. Those are the numbers of note. There were five ties. There were five lead changes. The Zags' large lead was 12. BYU cut into a 10-point halftime lead and tied the game on a couple of occasions in the second half. But kudos to the Zags for answering every time. BYU's large lead was only two, and it came in the first minute of this game. But what a game as BYU battled to the end and falls by eight, 68-60. to 60. Time now for the New Skin Data Discovery brought to you by New Skin. Discover the best you. Mark, what have you discovered amidst all the numbers we've just discussed? Well, I mean... Uh... It's really boils down. BYU played Gonzaga straight up the whole way and did a nice job, except for the three-point shooting. Now, Gonzaga wasn't much better, but just three for 20. TJ was the only guy on BYU's team to hit a three. And uh, that 0 for 8, I mean, just you think about Elijah. We talked all year about how amazing he's shooting, had a chance to get in the 90, 50, 40, 45, whatever. You know, if he comes anywhere near those kind of numbers, uh, you win. I mean, you're not going to put it all on Elijah. I didn't feel like Elijah played bad. He was struggling, shooting, but uh, that's the reality of it. But TJ was just so good. But just just seeing the, that that three for 20 there, that's that that eats at you because you, you did everything you needed to do except that one thing, and and that's why you come up short. All right, final score: 68-60. Zags beat the Cougs. We'll have much more coming up from postgame from courtside here at the Kendall in Spokane. Cougar postgame live coming up next here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. The final buzzer has sounded. And today's BYU basketball game is complete. Celius another three. Got it again! Zach Celius! Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Exclusive post-game coverage of BYU basketball is brought to you by Provo Land Title. In 1966, we started with a simple goal, service. 50 years later, that goal is now a tradition. Now, let's join your host, Jason Shepard. Valiant effort by the BYU Cougars. They fall in Spokane. Gonzaga with the win, 68-60. Before we get to some scores, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. KBYU-FM, HD2, Provo. You're listening to Cougar Sports on BYU Radio. All right, we will start with other scores in the West Coast Conference. One game currently going on, halftime at Santa Clara. San Francisco leading the Broncos 35-23. Everything else is a final. Pacific wins at Pepperdine 81-72. Number 13, St. Mary's. Three better than the Toreros in San Diego, 65-62. And Portland gets its fourth conference win. They win at home over LMU, 68-66. All right, earlier today, 
at the Marriott Center. BYU women's basketball was hosting the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Bulldogs undefeated in conference play. They stayed undefeated after today. They defeat the Cougars 84-70. Cassie DeVagere leading the Cougars with 24 points in the loss. Also tonight, number 6 BYU men's volleyball taking on number 14 UC Santa Barbara. Just last night, the Gauchos swept the Cougars. Tonight, BYU returns the favor. They sweep the Gauchos 25-23 in set number one, 25-19 in set number two, and 25-20 in set number three. On the other side, we'll update you on all the top 25 scores, including several upsets. That's all coming up next. BYU falls in Spokane, 68-60 to the Bulldogs. We'll have more of Cougar Post Game Live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back into Cougar Post Game Live. Jason Shepard with you. Gonzaga beats BYU by 8, 68-60. We'll get you back to Spokane coming up in just a second. Let's uh, head to Top 25 College Basketball Scores. One game going on and kind of a night of upsets. We've got another one brewing. It is number 9 Arizona at Washington. The Huskies with a two-point lead at 62-67 minutes to go in that one. Everything else is a final. Number 2 Virginia winning at Syracuse 59-44. Purdue defeats Rutgers 78-76. One of those uh, Upsets had St. John's defeating number four Duke 81 77. Number five Michigan State wins at Indiana 63 60. Number six Xavier gets the five point win over Georgetown in overtime 96 91. Oklahoma State goes into Lawrence and defeats the seventh ranked Kansas Jayhawks 84 79. Cincinnati wins at UConn 65 57. Number 10 Texas Tech gets the win at TCU 83 71. Number 11 Auburn wins at home over Vandy 93 to 81. Texas gets the home win over number 12 Oklahoma 79 to 74. K-State loses at West Virginia. West Virginia with an 89-51 victory. Number 18 Tennessee defeats Ole Miss 94-61. North Carolina defeats Pitt 96-65. Number 20 Clemson gets the road win at Wake Forest 75 to 67. Missouri takes down number 21 Kentucky 69-60. Alabama wins at number 23 Florida 68 to 50 and in overtime it was number 21 24 Michigan three better than Minnesota at 76 to 73 that is a wrap for Cougar Post Game Live after the break we're going to get you back to the McCarthy Athletic Center for the Cougar Locker Room show post game guest should be TJ Hawes your final from Spokane 68-60 Gonzaga defeats BYU and you heard it all right here on the new skin BYU Sports Network Our exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. We'll hand off TJ3, post fires. Oh! Brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now, let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. And there were a lot of those kinds of T.J. Hawes calls tonight for BYU. T.J. scored a uh, game-high 22 as BYU falls to Gonzaga 68-60. And T.J. joining us courtside here at the Kennel in Spokane. The Zags get BYU after three consecutive losses to the Cougs. T.J., we're just talking off the air a moment ago. It's a tough loss to take. You wanted to win this game, but uh, from where you were a couple nights ago to where you are tonight, just a tremendous effort by the guys, I thought. Yeah, no, I, I really thought it was a good turnaround for us. Uh, you know, we had... 
a tough game on on Thursday, and we really didn't we didn't have much effort, and it wasn't our best night for sure. But you know, I was really proud of our guys for how we responded. Uh, it, it's no fun to lose, but you know, I think this is a good building block for us moving forward. Um, and I, I thought we bounced back really well. What wasn't right on Thursday that you guys found maybe the key to tonight? You know, I, I think I don't know. There was a lot of things that weren't right on Thursday, but overall, I think we just didn't bring it mentally or physically. I, I thought, you know, right from the start, they out hustled us. They had more effort. They had more energy. And I've said it before, but in this conference, anyone can beat anyone. And you know, if you don't bring it right from the start, uh, they got us, man. They had our they had our number all night. Well, TJ, man, you played awesome. I know it, it hurts in a loss, but it was so fun to watch you play. That was a beautiful thing to watch. Gonzaga poses problems on a lot, a lot of teams. You know, you think, man, if we can stop this guy and this guy, we're in good shape. But Gonzaga, they got six guys, double-figure average scoring and you know, the balance scoring. Is it is it more difficult, I would assume, trying to game plan for a team like Gonzaga that really doesn't have one guy, but everybody can hurt you? Yeah, no, that makes it a, a challenge when, you know, they just bring in guy after guy, a, a, another big guy, another good shooter. Uh, that's who they, they kind of have always been. Um, but something we talked about before the game was, you know, we, we have to do what we do defensively. You know, whoever they bring, you know, black ball screens, uh, be in the gaps, just do what we do, and, and that will help us. And I thought we, for the most part tonight, I thought we did a good job defensively. You yourself, uh, 22 points, 9 of 16 shooting, 3 of 7 uh, from the arc, made the only free throw you took in 39 minutes of play. From your game Thursday to your game tonight, uh, can you contrast the two? Uh, I think, you know, the biggest thing for me is my mentality coming in games. Uh, you know, I, I thought Thursday wasn't wasn't great physically or mentally. And, um and I, tonight, you know, was a was a good challenge for me because I, I had to bounce back from from a poor night, um, and I had to be mentally tough. And I thought, you know, from the start, uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to come out tough. I'm going to come out aggressive, and really, I'm just going to play loose and, and play like I can play. And you know, I, I thought I did that. You've had three good games in your three career games against the Zags. Something about this team, not just for you, but for the guys, that brings out the best in you, maybe. It's 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 such a fun time playing up here. I, you know, before the game and warm-ups, they have, you know, they're all talking to us. and um, But then they have all that five minutes prior to the game. They have that whole spiel that they do. And it's just a fun atmosphere. I, I love playing up here. Uh, it, it really is college basketball. And, it you know, it brings the best out of our guys. And it, it gives you a lot of energy and momentum. And it's just a, it's a blast playing up here, honestly. Yeah, and Mark and I, a number of times tonight during the game, just talked about how much fun the game was to be in at that time. And it was uh, truly that. Gonzaga does win it by eight. We'll come back and uh, wrap it up with uh, TJ Haas. His more closing comments after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, 195 consecutive sellouts here at the Kennel, and the crowd here saw a good one. Zags win it by 8, 68 to 60 over BYU. The Zags go to 21 and 4. BYU falls to 18 and 7. Zags now 11 and 1 in league. BYU falls to 7 and 5 in conference play. And depending on what Pacific did tonight at against Pepperdine, BYU is either solo third or sharing third, and they are sharing third with Pacific, which won at Malibu tonight. So tie for third place for BYU. Wrapping it up with TJ Haas. TJ, a game-high 22 for BYU. So, TJ, it's not too often uh, BYU has one of these kinds of weekends. BYU rarely loses back-to-back games. You take a lot of pride in that, but that has happened. 
now it's about getting back home and uh, and taking two in a row at your place. For sure, you know, <clears throat> it's it's basketball. It's part of the season. Uh, you never want to lose two in a row, but uh, we'll see what we're made of, and we'll see what we can do, and we'll get back at it Monday in practice, and, you know, hopefully we can bounce back Thursday and get a win. TJ, in a, to, to be in a game like this, you have to have guys step up. What a game from uh, Luke Worthington tonight. Uh, he gets to start again, and uh, what 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 you think went into that, and maybe just talk about Luke and uh, what he brings to the team. You know, well, I mean, they, they're huge. Gonzaga's a, a big team, and uh, Luke is, is a very, very physical guy, and uh, he brings a lot of energy. And, you know, the thing I love most about Luke is, is he's a guy that wants to do anything he can to help us win, and whatever that is. Um, he, he's willing to do it. He just wants to be out there to help us win. And he brings a lot of energy, and he's, he's a fun guy to have on our squad. And, you know, I was really proud of him tonight, and I thought he brought it. Career night uh, with 16 points for Luke. That's a career high in points and a career high in minutes, too, with 32. Well, I, I talk a lot about and tweet a lot about about how uh, uh, just integral T.J. Haas is to this whole thing and how important he is, and, and, and uh, tonight's like, nights like tonight just kind of reinforce uh, that point. T.J., you were tremendous, and it was a tough night in terms of the loss, but uh, I thought it was uh, a positive sign from what we saw earlier and something to build on, and uh, best of luck the rest of the way. Thank you. Appreciate it, Greg. All right, that's T.J. Haas. We'll come back with Coach Dave Rose here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game from head coach Dave Rose. I'm really proud of our guys. I just think that, uh, you know, you go to the last 80 minutes that we've played and you've seen a lot of fight. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Post Game Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back courtside here at the Kennel in Spokane. It would have been more fun had BYU won, admittedly, but still a really fun college basketball game to call tonight. Uh, Great atmosphere. Uh, you could tell just how hard both teams wanted this one here tonight, and it was just uh, a really entertaining, compelling game start to finish. And, again, I think uh, Coach Rose, who sits down with us now, has to be so proud of the guy's effort, uh, the way they bounced back from Thursday and really gave it tonight. Uh, Dave, I, I just thought it was, you know, you want the win. Admittedly, but uh, there were a lot of good things tonight. Yeah, I, I felt like uh, the last couple games um, that we we've kind of lost our our physical edge to us. Um, you know, we're we're a group of guys that got a lot of skill, but I think we've really prided on ourselves this year of of becoming tougher and more physical. And I think maybe the last two or three games in a row that uh, that edge would probably have have gone to you know the the other team and, and so I thought tonight that was a challenge with the guys and um, I really thought Luke brought a, a real physical edge to us and then he he, he uh, you know he had one of his best offensive nights ever because of the way they were guarding us I mean every time we had a guy penetrate to the basket the big just left Luke and double teamed and and then our guys found him pretty well and then he fought hard and rebounded and and then defensively I thought he gave us a real uh, physical presence in there and. The rest of the guys kind of, um, you know, responded to that, and uh, you know, it, it's 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 really difficult when you guys play as hard as they they did tonight, uh, and as good as they did tonight, and 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 you just see glaring errors made by 
people who are supposed to be better than what they're doing. And, I mean, if you get fouled, you should get to the free throw line. And uh, especially in crucial times of the game. And for guys just to, you know, swallow their whistle and let the game interpret it in their own way instead of how it's supposed to be called, it, it gets a little frustrating. And I feel for the guys. Certain plays appear kind of cut and dry when it comes to either offensive or defensive basket interference, for example. And there are a couple of key plays that way tonight. Yeah, so uh, we need to play better, and they need to ref better. BYU tonight uh, got, as you mentioned, a career night from Luke Worthington, 16 points, and in a career high of minutes, 32. You must have had a sense this kind of thing uh, was something he could do. You started him tonight. Well, you look, you're looking for the, you know, the matchup, and, uh, and I think that uh, – you know, the, the, Luke's one of our most physical guys, obviously. He's, he's a guy who, you know, is as selfless as any player I've ever had as far as wanting the team to just be good and successful. And, uh, you know, we, we had, you know, quite a long talk as a team and a group and coaches and try to figure out what our best matchup would be in this game. And uh, and he, he proved us all right because he, he went in there and uh, – and guarded Williams and, you know, rebounded. And the times that Yo and Luke weren't in the game, we had just an awful time trying to get the miss. And that's such a big key to what they do. They're really good at uh, um, at tracking down the balls that they miss. And uh, and so, you know, with Yo and Luke in there, we are way more solid than when we, um, you know, had some of the other guys in there. David, I think it's credit to your staff and the, just the players for, you know, after Thursday coming and playing like you did tonight. Again, you got the loss, but, man, it was a different different game to watch. And uh, how, how do you kind of deal with that when you have such a disappointing uh, loss and you, you got to play again? I mean, you, you kind of expect the players to step up and, and do that, or you meet with them as a team. How, just curious how you approach a situation like that. Yeah, we, we had a pretty good long talk uh, at breakfast on Friday morning before we went to practice and flew up here and, uh, I think that there's there's so many things you know that go into uh, a disappointing you know outing and then trying to correct it and move forward and uh, you know I, I, I think that uh, I've always said this that um, the guys uh, the guys accept you know the uh, responsibility for where it lies and I think coaches accept responsibility for where it lies and then you kind of talk it out and and hopefully come to a place where you're going to move forward. And 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 I, you know, I, obviously I, the, I, I, you know, didn't expect to come out here and get two losses. But uh, you know, we're in a position going back uh, with three weeks left. And uh, if we can get our physicality back and our togetherness back and our toughness back, we we just really need to find a consistent piece to us where we can. Uh, get a group of guys, you know, that, that's playing really well on both ends of the floor. And I'm, I really believe this team can beat anybody. So that's, you know, what we got to kind of live on right here. And the physicality and toughness, toughness were certainly uh, back tonight in a big way. Before the break, Coach Rose, really quickly, um, Elijah, of course, took the, took the hit Thursday across the head, and then he dings his knee up early in this one. Do you think he was really quite right tonight, all night? It's his chin. You know, he took that thing really, really bone to bone on it. And I think it was really, really sore. But, I, I mean, are you kidding me? The, the hit that he took on that foul the other night, yeah. and they go to the monitor, and they look at it. And still come up with nothing. And still come up with, I mean, I, I just, I'm really confused. And I'd like someone to explain something to me because it's, they all have different interpretations. And, you know, it's uh, these guys are playing hard, and they're battling, and it's February, and these guys should be more engaged instead of more aloof. 
We'll take a break and wrap it up with Coach Rose after this. Gonzaga wins at 68-60 here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, Gonzaga tonight played its 110th game against a conference foe since this building opened, and they've uh, they've won 103 of them and lost seven. And BYU accounts for three of those seven losses, and the Cougs had the Zags on their heels tonight, certainly until the very end in this one. Zags win it by a score of 68-60. to 60. Coach Dave Rose with us just for a minute or two more. T.J. Haas, what a great night. Uh, 22 points, a game high, and... And, uh, again, there come points where you say, that that's the guy. Like, that's the guy you're used to seeing. Yeah, he, he, you could tell early in the game he had a, a look in his eye that uh, was extremely confident, extremely positive, and they had a heck of a time trying to, you know, contain him and uh, ended up having to foul him two or three times late in the game to actually get a stop. But I I think that uh, uh, that's, a, that's a really good sign for us. It's uh, – but what, what we really need to concentrate on is to find a kind of a flow to us as a group where we can get really emphasize, you know, those three guys, Yo and TJ and and Elijah, on the same nights to get them, you know, to get them, you know, on on, on the, uh, the, their best, uh, and and that's how you know we can finish this season with a real positive note and you know win three games in a row in March and get everything done that we need to get done. But uh, uh, that's kind of a combination that has been missing a little bit. And tonight, I, uh, I, I, I feel like, you know, we can get home and, and, and regroup and, and uh, just get ready for the next one. But, uh, you know, find some things in what we did tonight here that can push us forward. Well, crazy, really, that you're even in this game, shooting 3 for 20 from the 3. Not much better the other night against LMU. Is it, I know these are two really good defensive teams on the 3. How much of it is that? And how much just just not hitting the shots when you had them tonight? Yeah, you know, I think every team kind of goes through uh, those times where you have to figure out how to win when, you, when, when it's not coming, from, you know, when the things aren't working the way you want them to work. And, uh, uh you know, I thought tonight we we took some really good shots uh, and and had the ball deep in the basket a few times that came out and so maybe we're just in one of those you know little uh, spells where you know we we got to figure out a way to uh, you know get those things to go in but to to, to be able to you know uh, and and then maybe there's another thing maybe maybe we got to you know figure out a different way to to get the ball in the basket instead of maybe launching it from three. But but these guys are good. They're, they're, they're good three-point shooters. And uh, But I, I, I do feel like uh, the way we competed, you, you take you take the offensive execution and set it aside and the defensive physicality and set it aside because I thought there was good and bad in both of those. But the way the group competed together for 40 minutes with all the, the, the issues that we had to deal with, with uh, – uh, you know, not being able to shoot the ball really well with their physicality, with their athleticism, with their size and their speed, and the way we competed play after play after play to keep us in the game, I think those are the things that we'll, we'll take to, to kind of build on. You can really build off it. Now it's back to your place for two in a row next weekend. Yeah, we got two, in, two in a, at home, two on a road, and then a split weekend, and, and it's time to play for play the tournament. So hopefully we'll... Have a good week of practice, and guys will respond to this from in a, in a positive way. Even though we had a, a, a really interesting Thursday night, and uh, we can move forward. The, the, the most important thing here now is that 
is that we learn about ourselves and what we really are and what we really need to do and what we need to protect against and what we need to focus on and and and, and hopefully as a group young group together we've only played so many 25 games together as this group together that uh we're learning and uh, we can you know get better uh each week as the month goes on well the loss is a loss coach but the feel was just really different and we played uh, them yeah we played them pretty good and it's 15th ranked team in the country and uh i think it's uh you know you, you don't ever really uh, get any type of you know good feeling <laughs> when you get beat but i think there are things where we were a few hours ago and where we are now uh, let's build on that indeed all right we'll save travels we'll see you next week all right thanks a lot greg that's the dave rose we'll come back and wrap it up from spokane after this on the new skin byu sports network Back here at the McCarthy Athletic Center in the Spokane, Washington, 195 consecutive sellouts. And uh, home fans see the home team go away a winner, 68-60 over BYU. We're closing it up here on the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. Dave Rose leaving us a moment ago. And time for Mark and I to say so long to the audience and set up next week. And next week it is Santa Clara and San Francisco at the Marriott Center as BYU looks to get back on track. Again, it's rare that BYU would lose back-to-back games, Mark, but it happened this weekend. And while it shows up as two L's, uh, one felt different than the other, certainly. And, and it was all about the effort and the fight and the resolve. And we certainly saw that from BYU. And uh, as Coach noted, something to uh, to uh, use as a springboard heading back home. Well, we've said this a couple times. That was great. Now, that was so fun to have a front row seat here with you, Greg, calling that game. Because that, that's great high-level college basketball and exciting and exciting finish. And you know, obviously, uh, you want, want things to go BYU's way. Didn't this time. But maybe, maybe because Gonzaga won... Tonight, BYU gets the win at the Merritt Center. That's what I'm telling myself, and uh, that would be a nice way to finish out the regular season going to the uh, conference tournament. But we'll see what – got a lot of games between now and then. And what I'd like to see from BYU, Greg, is this kind of energy and physicality and uh, get-after-it-ness. And togetherness. This, togetherness in this environment. I, I want I want to see you kind of try and bring that to – the LMUs, and and when you go on the road to Pepperdine, and there's just a handful of fans, and and uh, you know San Diego, that you know, that'll be an interesting one, but in Portland, I mean, try, you've got to manufacture something like that within yourself, and not have it just be an external thing. It's easy to kind of get that energy in the kennel, but uh, can you do it at Pepperdine in, in the high school gym there? And there's just a, you know a handful. That's where BYU struggled and been inconsistent to bring in that kind of effort in those games. And that's what those are the games that worry me. And uh, I just want BYU to kind of learn and get better. And so they might be in a, the best position possible. Because if you don't think BYU can compete with St. Mary's and Gonzaga this year, you're crazy. Now, maybe they're going to lose again in the tournament. But they're, they're a team that can compete. And I just want them to get in the best spot to do that in the tournament. Yeah, BYU had the home game against St. Mary's all but one, lost it in overtime, and here against the Zags, the tie game in the final five minutes, and the Zags made the shots they needed to make to seal the deal, and kudos to them. Zach Norvell and others making big shots at big times, but uh, it was a good punch, counterpunch evening here at the Kennel, and like you just noted, uh, if, if you think you can't compete against these two teams, you're, you're wrong, because BYU does certainly with both, and as Dave noted a moment ago, he already knows the next three weeks are plotted out. 
two at home, two on the road, split, then go to Vegas and try and win three. He knows that it's going to take three wins in Vegas to get done what BYU wants to get done. That is the task in front of them. And again, hopefully a learning experience this weekend upon which they can uh, grow and get a couple at home next week. So that'll do it from Spokane. We'll say so long by thanking all those who made our broadcast possible. First and foremost, to our Cougar Nation listening audience, great to have you with us wherever you were or are this night into early morning. Thank you for joining us. Carter Malloy is our control board operator back east, along with our network manager, Mike Tingle, and our coordinating producer, Dave Shook. Our BYU broadcasting control board operator is Tanner Wilkinson tonight. Our studio host, as always, Jason Shepard. Courtside, our statistician was BYU Basketball Media Relations Director Kyle Chilton. Our appreciation to Kyle and Gonzaga Basketball SID Barrett Henderson for their assistance. Our appreciation to TJ Haas and Dave Rose for their postgame interviews and to Coach Brian Michelson of Gonzaga for his pregame conversation. So for all the aforementioned, my name is Greg Rubel. For my broadcast partner, Mark Durant, I thank you for tuning in, saying in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Spokane, Washington.